Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Coming at you live from the heart of Lincoln, America. This is Old School. Sponsored by the Mercado by Certified Piedmontese. Broadcasting veteran Derek Pearson. When you find something that moves them, that makes them smile, celebrate it. That's your task. That's your superpower. Nebraska Football Hall of Famer Jay Foreman. Rifles a pass. It was tipped. It's picked off by Foreman. He's at the 15, 10, 5. He'll score! On 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Welcome back to Old School 93.7 The Ticket. I'm not entirely sure where everyone went. Uh, Jay Foreman's in the building somewhere. Strick dipped out. Strick will be here tomorrow, though, for Thursday, Thursday. So we'll still have the crew in touch. Oh, here he is. Jay Foreman's back. So uh, Old School by the Mercado. Jay, we gave you guys a plug earlier, too. So Certified Piedmontese. Special Ingredients Butcher Shop, 84th and Havelock. We had your back. We, 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 well, we've been holding it. it down. Yeah, I've been listening to you guys I was, as I was battling traffic. Mm. We sound good, don't we? You guys are all right. You guys are, sometimes you guys are suspect at best. Is that right? Yeah. So what's your feelings on, man? What's your feeling after uh, Mark Whipple was spitting his game today? I got a, I got a whole lot of I don't know. The the whole situation's just bizarre to me. One, I didn't know that it sounds like Chubba was hurt, and he was questioning whether to even put him out there. Even if he wasn't hurt, like, you could talk about this, Jay. Like, some days you just don't got it. And even if he was healthy, he just didn't have it. It wasn't his day. Move on. But do you blame everything on him? No, I don't blame everything on him. Do, Not do at all. Think, do you think the the line could have blocked better? Receivers could have done a better job of getting open. I think that everyone could have done better. But with that being said, right, now are you are you you saying are the that, quarterback? But are you saying that because you're fixated on that interception? No, this is, I mean Jay, they had twenty nine yards the entire. Second I know, half. but that's not all. Twenty nine? Are you kidding me? I'm not kidding you. Twenty nine. I'm here. I'm feeling you. We're here. 29. But I'm the captain now. They passed but, the 50 yard line once. I understand that. I I under I, I saw all of it. I understand the dynamics. But what I'm saying is, I, and I understand when you're the quarterback, much is given and much is expected. You get probably too much praise and probably too much criticism. Right. So that's what I'm saying. Where it where because it, ideally it's not an ideal situation for Chubba to play anyways. Right. Right. You're coming in. You hadn't played consistently all year. Um, and obviously, you're finding out you didn't practice much, and then you're losing. So you're not coming in and say you had a 14 point lead, you know. And so you're kind of, you know, really spinning your wheels, and everything's, you know, sped up. And you know, if the if the receivers aren't getting open, and, and we're not calling running plays, and we're not blocking well, even if we when we are calling running plays, then 
you know, is not the, the most ideal situation for you to play. At the same time, though, Jay, I mean, there were times that I was watching, I was like, I don't think he knows the play. I don't think he knows what's going on. You and know, I, and I, might know, be, I, was, I might be I, wrong, but, like, sometimes it just looked like he was lost. I think sometimes when you get in those – and I've been there. when you Not to that magnitude, I don't think, or maybe I have, who knows. But sometimes in those situations when you're in a high – you want to do well so bad, and I'm not making any excuses for him. Because I'm a firm believer, you stay ready so you don't have to get ready. That, you I'm always a, said right, that. Right, I'm yeah. a firm believer of that. So I don't, I'm not making any excuses for him. But I think sometimes when you haven't played in a while – which is him, he hasn't played consistently ever since he's been in college, whether it's through injuries or guys that were starting over him or older, you know, or circumstances. He hasn't been able to play a lot of football. And here's what I mean by that. Off-season workouts, season getting reps, winter conditioning, spring ball. He hasn't had any of that. So for him, he's trying to like, oh, I got to make a play. I got to do something special so I can outshine the quarterback and prove what my worth is. And some and majority of the time when you come into the game with that type of mentality, it never works out. It's like a salesperson going into somebody's house. They're trying to sell them, say, some insurance and say, you know what? I have to make this sale or I'm going to lose my job. Nine times out of ten, it doesn't work because you're not yourself. So I think when you when you do that, you speed up. You see things that aren't there. You try to do too much, and then it never works out. Here's a perfect example. The Buffalo Bills got into the playoffs and played the Houston Texans down in Houston. Deshaun Watson, then obviously before he already kind of before he kind of went off the rails, was a superstar quarterback, and the Bills had a lead. Josh Allen, you know, obviously with the Bills, they had a lead, but he took on the mentality that he wanted to outduel Deshaun Watson. Well, then he had a couple turnovers, a big sack force fumble by J.J. Watt. They turned the ball over. Houston ended up winning the game. Because it became an individualized type of game. He wanted to prove his worth. Well, his worth is already there. You got Buffalo to the playoffs. You don't have to outshine the court. The object is to win the game by any means necessary. So I think it's a learning process. And ideally, you don't want this type of learning process in front of, what, 80,000, people on national TV, and then you don't play well. 29 yards. 29 yards shouldn't even happen even if you're playing Georgia's defense. That's, that's right. So, rough. so I did, but the, but that lets me know that there's plenty of blame to go around. I would, I, and again, I think, I and I think that, and I think I the momentum agree. was lost, the energy was lost when Casey Casey got hurt. But also, I'm gonna also put it on those guys. You need to rebound and you need to go out because at the time when Trouble was in there before he threw that interception, it's a two score game. I mean, if you get a field if goal, you, you don't throw that interception into a one score game. Yeah, after because you get yeah that's right. what I was saying. But right. b- when he came, it's a two score game. It should have been a one score game. So the game was far from over. There's 12 minutes left in the third quarter. You just kind of just getting it started. We're just getting our lather up from the you know coming out of halftime. So for the other guys, they needed to step up, and that's what I would put on the the kids this week. All you guys need to step up. This guy, okay, let's not lie to each other, right? This is his first start, and I don't know how many years, or in a while, at least over a year. Right, because he didn't. I don't know if he started last year for Florida State. I think he might have started one. I'm okay, so let's just that. say this is his first start in a year. Step up, lineman. Step up, baby Gronk, Vocalic, and all and cast of characters. Step up, no mistakes. Receivers, step up. Get open, catch balls. You know what I'm saying? Create, create obvious separation. Do it. Defense, step up. Do something special. 
don't come out like, oh, and say you just did a good enough job and, and he had 32 carries for 150. How about he has 32 carries for barely over 100? That's not much that – I mean, you know what I'm saying? Take it upon yourself to make it to, – to, to be a big factor in this game as a team, not individually because everything else will come to itself. So if they take on that mentality, they'll be fine. And it's This game is 90% mental. 90% mental. But everybody likes to focus on the physical, mm-hmm. how tall you are, how fast, how many stupid stars you got, what do you bench, what do you – I mean, everything needs to be relative. You can't be out there only can barely do 135 and play offensive line. But at the end of the day, how you play is more or less how you go about it mentally because that's going to let you know what your mentality is and how you get prepared for the game. You know what I'm saying? And – um so it'll be interesting, you know. It'll be I, very I, I mean, interesting. I, I mean, Casey also, for what it's worth, hasn't been ruled out, right? So he and like I said, I've had, I've play. had, and I still have serious nerve issues. You, you know, you can go from, man, I don't even know when I'm gonna play again to like, oh, I probably could play Saturday, like in a matter of hours. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And so, um, you know, it's a unique opportunity. I know there's a lot of pressure around the program. I know Minnesota's probably coming down here and thinking like they, you know, a shark, you know, smelling blood in the water. But let's not forget, Minnesota lost three in a row. They lost to Purdue. And we gave away that game I against agree. Purdue. So so don't think you're playing a juggernaut here that can't be beat. You get what I'm saying? And it's at home. And it's at the at the at home. And so uh and this is you know, when you play at home, you know, it's kind of like basketball. When you play at home, your role players tend to play better. They're comfortable. You know what I'm saying? So this is where the guys that maybe were like backups or rotational players, this is a tremendous opportunity for them to make some plays. You know, cement your spot on the team. Make You, you get what I'm saying? Earn more reps. And so this, is, this isn't just go through the motions and let Minnesota come down and kind of have their way. And then, you know, we talk about what if and all this other stuff. Go out there and just take the game. I mean, they're going to make you work for it. I mean, in Minnesota, they're no punks. And right. They're no chumps. They're no that, joke. Right, but there's a reason why they've lost three, they lost three in a row. There's a, there's, a, there's a foolproof game plan, if executed, that you can do to beat Minnesota. Nate Brennan, believe that. I do. I, and that's, that's the thing is that I think outside of Michigan, because I, I don't want to be too unrealistic here, I think everyone on Nebraska's schedule they can beat. Yeah. Will they? I have no idea, but I think they now, can. Now, what would you do if, if we, you, we play in Michigan? Ooh, that, Hold on. Just listen to me, man. Just listen to this scenario before we, go, before we go to break. We play Michigan, and we, we call a little zone blitz. Garrett Nelson beats the, you know, tackle, and we put all heads to bed, and J.J. McCarthy is just out like a light on the 31-yard line. Or Blake Corum tries to do one of his little spin moves. His foot gets caught in the turf, and he got a little high ankle sprain. You don't think Nebraska can beat beat Michigan then? I think they probably could. Okay, I was just wondering. I just wondering. I, I'm just trying to think of this realistically. I think that there are three games that Nebraska could certainly win. Michigan's going to be a test. Michigan's at Michigan be yeah. But I mean, at the same time though, Jay, I, you beat Minnesota, you get a little momentum. I mean, like you said, Michigan hasn't played anybody. I mean, you, you played Penn State. Congratulations. Like yeah. I. You can, I guess, yeah. Maybe you're maybe you're talking me into it. Maybe you can. Yeah, but we we ain't gonna worry about Michigan until we get done with Minnesota. Mm-hmm. Big old lumber, lumberjacks coming down here. But it's all right though, man. I think it's all gonna be all good. So, Jay Foreman, Nate Brennan, 
We're going to another break. We'll be back, and then we're going to discuss these commanders. Daniel Snyder mm-hmm. somehow, some way has been 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 influenced to put the commanders up for for sale. Because guess why, Nate? Hmm. The feds. They said we're looking Ooh. into your finances. Okay, well let me just get re- let me just get my finances right. So let me just go ahead and sell this for a few billion, and then we can talk there. That'll get you. Yeah, the feds come knocking. <laughs> then all of a sudden, you ain't puffing your chest out. Mm-hmm. So we'll be back. We're going to talk a little bit of commanders, Daniel Snyder, what it means for the NFL, and what it possibly could mean mean long term for the commanders. Will they stay there because they're they're looking to upgrade their stadium? Right. And the stadium rights and all that stuff. And, you know, Daniel Snyder with FedEx. And so there's going to be a lot of change and turmoil there. So Jay Foreman, Nate Brennan, old school. We're going to the break. We'll be back real quick. Watch old school live on Facebook, YouTube or Twitch. Old school with DP and Jay on 93.7 The Ticket and the Ticket FM dot com. 